Okay, so what is this? We're the final category. I think we're on to the final category now. I hope everyone. Final category. I hope everyone's been listening since 8.30, enjoying uh, every single winner announced so far. And we're going to now unveil the last category. No, not really. Let me get this envelope out. I got my, my hand <laughs> cut on the last one. It was a deep paper cut. Oh, so. wow. Been dressing the wound. That's why we're late, everybody. Welcome to the Goo <laughs> slash Wicknet Awards Show 2014. It's supposed to be in 2013, but, you know, who's counting? Things happen, and people get lost on their way to the field. Anyway, <laughs> welcome, everybody. This is Eric Skull, and uh, you're here with Zach Louie, your host of Game of Owns. But more importantly, you're here with Winner is Coming, founder, webmaster, Phil Baking. Hello, Winter Phil. Hey, hey, how you doing? I hey, like yeah. that, Eric. You should do that every time we have an episode. Just proper introductions, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, MC the whole thing. Do it right. Yeah, that was, yeah, that yeah. was pretty good. I liked it. I appreciate it. Well, you know, we're, we're just glad to, to join up with you, and uh, we were thrilled to be invited to help announce the uh, winners of, of all these awards, because, you know, for the longest time, we'd visit the site and participate in voting, uh, but now the, the winners, I, I kind of like the idea of just revealing the winners all at once but through this new format live online yeah i'm looking forward to it i think it's gonna be a lot of fun we used to do like live chats but you know it's more fun when you can talk and get some just talk. Uh, live reaction talking's and, good yeah just talk we we had some big plans for the episode tonight we uh we did we did. fortunately it's much like this the story phil if i'm correct here some people have died and they don't exist anymore <laughs> people dropping left and right no we we wanted to have <laughs> We wanted to have um, our friend Oz of Thrones, uh, our unsullied writer, on, but unfortunately he's recovering from surgery. Hope you're feeling better soon, Oz. We wanted Fabio to be on, but he is uh, under the weather, so uh, hope he's feeling better. And um, ours of the is the Fury was um, struck with lightning, uh, some technical difficulties. Lightning. <laughs> she was struck with lightning. Lightning Lord. But luckily she's Technical taking care lightning. of uh, the comment section over on winnerscoming.net for us, which is yes. is good. I know a lot of you guys have been there for a while. I'm looking at some of the uh, the projections so far, and so far everyone thinks that Hodor has won in every category, which is a pretty good guess, I think. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think in Vegas that was like uh, 8 to 1 odds or something. And no one won. Hodor <laughs> wow. Pretty heavy favorite. I've had the answers in document form for about a week now, and um, I haven't shared it with any of the fellow goo hosts that are in my life. Uh, Eric has finally the answers in front of him now, but I'm standing by the, the fact that he hasn't looked down the list of them yet. Have you, Eric? No, that's right. There is no chicanery or dishonesty <laughs> or tomfoolery or peeping tomery happening. <laughs> On any of this for these awards. <laughs> so Eric is going to be the audience, basically, and uh, I guess Zach and I will be the presenters, if <laughs> no. you will, and reading off the winners, opening the envelopes. What is it? Yes. What's Eric going to do in the and, audience? He's gonna he's gonna have to jump jump up and down yeah. and act shocked and okay. clap. Can All you right. do that for us? We didn't talk about this. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'll crowd surf. You know, it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think that there's any other way to go forward other than to just go ahead and jump right in the first category. You're listening to us live on Sunday night. This is our Monday episode of Goo, and I think that if we didn't start with Phil reading Best Supporting Actor, then we wouldn't have an official start. Best Supporting Actor was, I think, one of the most wide-open fields this year. The The nominees hmm. I will give to you, if you do not have them in front of you, all you listeners out there should you know, open up your browser tabs and get all the 
the nominees open. But if you don't, it's uh, Conleth Hill as Varys. Ooh. Always, always a strong one. Mm-hmm. John Bradley as Samuel Tarley. Strong man. Is Samuel here tonight? No, he's no, not. he's not here. No, uh, he couldn't make it. <laughs> okay, cold. He just had his teeth he out. He just laid actually. down in the snow and, and stopped moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam Cunningham as Davos Seaworth. Uh, personal favorite of personal mine. Personal favorite. Stephen Delane as Stannis Baratheon. Mm-hmm. And Michael McElhayton as Roos Bolton. Oh, Roos Trolton. Oh, yes. Yes. All right, so Eric. Drum roll, please. Oh, are we just going to go right we, into it? Uh, Let's just go right into it. Forget it, it, yeah. With drum roll, drum roll. I think we should just announce it. People have been waiting. Roll rolls. The winner of the Wicknet Award for Best Supporting Actor in Season 3, Michael McElhayton as Roos Bolton. Wow. Now this is a large upset in my mind. Really? Yes, yes, huge upset. Davos Seaworth learned to read, and all he got <laughs> was less than a Wicknet Award. Uh, he got the nomination. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little upset here. He was uh, happy to be guys. here. He was, but yeah, unfortunately for him, Roos kind of, <laughs> you know, came came in strong at the end. He came in really strong yes. at the end. Yeah, the way he wore that yeah. male shirt was just mm, too good. <laughs> No the last few episodes were, I think, strong in the viewers' minds, and I think that pushed him over the top. And and all credit to Michael McElhayden. He did an amazing job. Oh, absolutely. No, I like the guy a lot. Um, very menacing. He, fortunately, you know, a lot of these guys, they are not dead yet, so uh, we'll continue. In fact, any of these, all of these nominees are yeah, still they're alive. they're all still surviving. So I look forward to uh, Davos getting his revenge after season four. Uh, is done at the Wicknet Awards next year. <laughs> next year. Yes. So uh, that that should be something to look forward to. But Roos, man, I'm all over it. I, I think Roos is a great guy too. Uh, great character. These are all compelling characters. Just as a reminder to everyone, that, that winner we just read off was chosen by you. This was conducted for the past several handful of months directly after season three ended last year. And I mean, up until not that long ago, up in here until the, until the winter season. So, so this has been a long yes. time coming to get all of these. I'm excited. This is good. It has, yes. People have been very patient, waiting to hear the to hear the winners. So, let's roll on. Let's roll on to the next category. Right. What do you say? Yeah. Best supporting actress. Five nominees once again. Five nominees for best supporting actress. Season three, Wicknet Awards. <laughs> Rose Leslie as Ygritte. You know nothing, Johnson. You know nothing. <laughs> Gwendolyn Christie as Brienne of Tarth. Lots of sapphires, I hear. Many. If you didn't know, she won it last year, so she's uh, oh, looking for okay. a repeat, a repeat win. <laughs> Natalie Dormer as Marjorie Tyrell. Oh, talk about a breakthrough performance! She, there. I, she I was agree. Great I agree. She had a strong season. She was big in S two, but bigger in S three. We speak in short terminology on our show, just in <laughs> case you didn't know. S two, S three. Season yes. one, we don't. S one sounds like a fighter jet, so we just keep it season one. Okay, so then the the fourth nominee is Carice Van Houten as Melisandre, and the fifth and final nominee, Diana Rigg as Elena Tyrell, the Queen of Thorns. Queen of Thorns. She was great, and she I just watched great. her in Extras on HBO as well, and she was great in that as well <laughs> <laughs> with Daniel Radcliffe. That was really nice. No way. Yeah, it was a great scene. <laughs> Anyway, back to the topic at hand. Um, I think I'm yeah. going to conduct a, a drum roll in my head. I know that you guys are waiting patiently in the comment sections. Both yeah, on so YouTube let's see. The, the opening the envelope, the winner of Best Supporting Actress, Season 3, Wicknet Awards. Gwendolyn Christie as Brienne of Tarth. She repeats. 
She bribed the judges Ooh. with sapphires. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting choice. I think she deserves it. Again, she had such an amazing season. Her and and Nikolai together. I mean, that was just some brilliant, brilliant stuff. Yeah, no, she was she was great this season, especially the bath scene with Jamie. I know everyone talks about that, but it was strong, you know. And you know, things aside from whether people want things to happen a certain way, you know, versus book to screen. Talking about the actress in general, she is really pulling off in my mind the role of Brienne from what we've seen so far. I think it's really strong. Absolutely. I think it's a. I think it's a good time. I'm looking at the comments and I can't pull my brain away from it because people have things to say. Jack on Winners coming out and says Liam Cunningham was robbed. <laughs> no one can do hooked on phonics quite like him. The smuggler was robbed. People will probably have similar things to say about Best Supporting Actress, even though that Gwendolyn Christie didn't win last year. I think Diana Rigg was kind of a favorite for a lot of people, so it's interesting to see how you all came out and voted. Eric, I think I think you should just take a look at one of them. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep passing the baton until it eventually comes back to me. But you know that that that, that third one like has your name written all over it. Yes, yes, it does. And uh, the the reason may be that the category is Best Scene Stealer. Oh. Uh, which, hey, I steal a scene. I've stealed my fair share of scenes. Stolen. Uh, I guess it's stolen, stolen, <laughs> Steal yes. is still a great one. Um, without further ado, the nominees, there are five of them, for Best Scene Stealer in this year's Wicknet Awards are David Bradley as Walder Frey. Boo! Dan... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know about Scene Stealer, Soul Stealer. Oh, like, no. <laughs> da- uh, oh. Next nominee, Dan Hildebrand as Krasnis. Okay. Yes, Krasnis, the one who was roasted. Yes. Roasted yes. by uh, Drogon. He, he burned <laughs> up in that CGI like death. Was it a Comedy Central roast? People found it funny. <laughs> no, he was roasting uh, Danny that entire show. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? This bitch. The third nominee. This third nominee uh, for Best Scene Stealer, Noah Taylor as Locke. Locke. Which one was Locke, Phil? He was the one that cut off Jamie's hand. Oh, dude. Wow. Okay. I think you picked him in our, in our podcast episode, Eric. His owner of the uh, year, maybe? I think you might have. Yeah. No, I think you week. picked him when we were discussing, you know, best scene stealer the week that we discussed. I think you might oh, have picked yes. him. Or it was, or, or, or you might have picked him. He was a scene stealer. Absolutely. No, I mean, you, yeah, you're, you're watching the cadence of where his character's going throughout that episode and the episode previous to that. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, I just did something very important on one of your favorite characters. Have a good time forgetting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Anybody who bullies, uh, Kingslayer and gets away with it as he did. Uh, it's very shocking indeed. The fourth nominee for best scene stealer is Carrie Ingram as Shireen Baratheon. You know, it's actually really nice to see a young actress uh, in this category, even a young person at all. Um, you know, in this category to show that just how uh, varied the nominees were, but also the show is. And that was Brian's and, episode and as well. Everyone else were, were villains. It's easy to steal scenes as a villain. Come on. I mean, let's, let's yeah, be Yeah, because everybody's focused on you, right? Yeah, but so to, to come that. in as, as the under, you know, the soft-spoken and that, you know, under overlooked Shireen Baratheon and, and put in a performance like that is, speaks volumes to her talent. So give it up to Carrie. Yeah, nice the to final nominee, uh, final nominee for Best Scene Stealer, Season three of Game of Thrones is Paul K as Thoros of Mer. So there you go. The five nominees. Those are the five nominees. Why don't you go ahead and open open the sealed envelope? Open the sealed envelope, Eric. We've got much more to read. Yeah, I'll be careful not to cut myself as I open this up. And uh, oh, what is this? Oh, this this package, this envelope is lumpy. 
What's uh, what's going? Oh, it's that? a fetus. It's an, <laughs> it's an unborn fetus, guys. Oh my! Uh, that I in my envelope oh, here. Oh, that's horrible. the best scene stealer. <laughs> the best scene stealer is the Walder line. Frey. Is David? Walder is Frey. David? David Bradley as Walder okay. Frey. I picked him in our episode. I thought he completely stole that entire episode of the Red Wedding with his uh. His jokes. I, I think he st- he stole it sitting down is really another way of like it's it's such a feat for him. Uh, I I don't think you can get much argument that I mean his actions alone affected the characters probably the most, um, even for the future of Westeros. The fact that there are that fewer Starks um, in the world is a big deal. When when he, when he stepped up in that episode, I expected so much sadness to take place because, you know, obviously I didn't know what was happening up until that point, but I had a feeling that this was going to be kind of that pivotal episode in the season. But seeing the humor and seeing like, well, he's like, I do have an attractive daughter. I just didn't tell you about her yet, basically. And he, he communicated <laughs> all of that in a shoulder shrug. I just thought, you know, Argus Filch did a great job, honestly. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I, I don't think I could be any excited to read off this next one because it is... Best dramatic scene. Now, again, let me remind you people, and I see you guys posting in in chat and posting in the comments. This is something that you guys voted on. You guys chose this stuff. And let's look up the dictionary definition of best. I'm just going to Google it right now. Okay. Don't autocomplete me to best buys. Let's get real here. Best. It says, you know what? (laughs) You literally have to Google best definition. Okay, here we go. Of the most excellent, effective, or desirable type or quality. All right, so keep that in mind. Of the most yes. excellent, effective, or desirable type of quality, best dramatic scene, our nominees are Daenerys Targaryen acquires an army. Misa, Misa. The Red Wedding. Uh, I'm just hearing the Reigns Casper in my head. Yeah, you know how yeah. that sounds. Yeah, Stab. Right. <laughs> I don't have the stabbing sound effect. Jamie Lannister talks about becoming the Kingslayer. That was drama with bubbles. That's true, the best kind. <laughs> Drama in a bathtub. <laughs> Bran Stark says goodbye to his brother, Rickon. Oh. Rob Stark executes Sir Rickard Carstark. Oh, man. These are hard to pick there from. There you go. The Red Wedding may have won Best Dramatic Scene. The envelope is out. The contents were spilled. Everyone is applauding. Oh, there you go. So, I mean, in terms of a scene and the buildup to it was episodes, you know, ahead of itself. And uh, really the scene, I think, had... A payoff. The reason I I like it so much is that even the the people who had read the books were surprised. There were still elements like the stabbing of Rob's wife, uh, you know, that made it new and fresh and horrifying. Even for people who went in, you know, the people who had read it were like, "Oh, this is gonna be not." Yeah, I, I I'm prepared for right. this. And then when they saw it, well, no, it's actually worse than even you thought. So. I like that there was just that added little bit that kind of pushed everybody off their feet. I agree. I think that it was incredibly done on a technical and a storytelling standpoint. And I read the definition early on before we, I read it off because I was thinking to myself how terribly sad. And if you listen to the podcast, aside from this episode, you'll know that it's kind of an ongoing thing that I am severely depressed about what has followed and what happened at this thing. So when I see everybody voting as the best dramatic scene, I'm just thinking like, oh, why couldn't it have been something like – you know, Bran says goodbye to Rickon, or Rob executes Karstark, which was terrible, but really beautifully done in the show. But, I mean, once you watch that episode, literally nothing else holds a candle to the dramatic pacing almost that entire episode has. And then when the strings start playing, it's done. You can't beat it. Yeah, for pure drama, I mean, you, yeah, you just can't, you can't top that. You can't top 
killing like three main characters in in the span of five minutes in in a total you know bloodbath and in a total twist the aftermath from that episode just in popular culture the next day and, and we saw it in the podcast and i'm sure you guys saw it and there was the, the comments on the website were ridiculous as well it was just the amount of normal people that were like by the way did you hear they killed uh starks starks died <laughs> yeah and, and and even now it's still resonating like i there's a message board i frequent often called neogaf and just the other day someone posted a a thread like you know just just started watching game of thrones and got to the red wedding holy shit Mm -hmm. you know and it's like they want to like share that you know and like be a part of that even though they're they're watching it you know so far after the fact it still like shocks them and and it's good that you know that people can still be shocked by it even after all all the pop culture references to it and the way it kind of became a, a meme yeah you know even though that was episode nine um and we had a 10th episode don't, don't you think are there more characters that still need to figure out or find out what happened uh so will we will we be seeing characters react to the red wedding in season four do you think yeah i think so i think okay. so i mean I look forward uh, to, actually. i'm trying to remember yeah the the i mean the main king's landing people found out right i think so i'm getting depressed the effects from that from that mm-hmm. uh and the alliance it'll too, be felt the, for for a while yeah with the boltons and their betrayal yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a big theme i think especially early in season four so he was their friend <laughs> all right enough of that um, it's like kajik smoking your bare hands uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's only one, <laughs> wow uh, there's only one thing that could bring up my spirits after best dramatic scene and that is best comedic scene this is a good order guys phil i gotta give you the uh the credit for uh ordering these for yeah. a while going from a low point to he a high point He did it last here. second, too. Just before we started. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like, yeah, like literally. literally. But like, it's I too think it's worked out pretty well. Yeah. I, I guess it's my turn to read these off. I think so. Go ahead. Best comedic scene. The nominees are... Small Council, Meeting, Musical Chairs. All I can hear is the Song of Storms from Legend of Zelda right now. Musical Chairs would be beautiful to that. Make it rain. All I hear is... Tyrion dragging the chair across the floor. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had a chair without wheels classic. right now to add to the effect, but alas, I did not. <laughs> I have a yeah. heater. Here we go. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tried. Perfect. That was for you guys at home. Sound effects. Free charge. <laughs> perfect. Free charge. Uh, next nominee, Tyrion and Bronn talk with Pod about his first time. Okay. <laughs> that was good. I mean, it was confusing, but you know, now that we know it was pure comedy, especially after we had Brian yeah. on the show, uh, definitely very funny. The Brotherhood finds Arya and company. When uh, when the sh- they're first found by Thoros mm-hmm. and, and Angai behind the log, and, um, yeah, that yeah. Where, you, where are your hot friends? Pie is, <laughs> hot pie is yeah, the butt of many jokes. And then of course, uh, the Queen of Thorns, Elena, discusses the complicated Lannister Tyrell family tree at nice. Tyrion's wedding. <laughs> yeah. What does she say? Something like, uh, "My sons may be doofuses, but at least they don't sleep with their sisters." Pretty much to the effect <laughs> of that. I mean, a lot Something a lot like happened that. in that conversation. And yeah. then another another nominee that comes out of that that same wedding is when Tyrion gets drunk and just starts babbling to his father and anyone who will listen fucking your bride with a wooden cock <laughs> that Tyrion Peter Dinklage's acting in that wedding scene was absolutely superb and I, I, I shudder to think if he did that yeah. sober that scene went from borderline hilarious to like kind of like tension inducing uh, pretty quickly and, and he was able to pull it off but Kudos to him for, for that. Yeah, and kudos to Joffrey for moving that chair as well, you know, bringing the chairs back. <laughs> I agree. 
Uh, let's go. Let's let's open the envelope and see who won. Ooh, okay. Best comedic scene goes to the winner is small council meeting musical chairs. Uh, that was <laughs> I don't think a, a, I don't think a single word was spoken. It really takes you, let's say, out of it. But your senses, there's something that happens when you're forced to rely on sounds as opposed to words. Uh, it just heightens, and, and Tyrion just no fucks were given. He just doesn't <laughs> zero fucks. Uh, he, he did it in front of the whole council. And uh, it was because they shafted him on his what the chair that was left to him. So uh, bless him. All of the things Tyrion does could all be, I think, separately nominated for comedy. Um, yeah. But this one, I'm 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 glad. About. No, it was very very well done, and it's something that people still talk about. It's 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 not as resonating as the Red Wedding ends per se, but it's it's a it's an ongoing joke at least on our show. Over just we we always mention the fact that. In Game of Thrones, and this dramatic show that we've seen, and you know, there's there's a good selection of things that happen, but the creativity when they're in the writing room to go in this thing, you know, we should make them play basically musical chairs during the small council. Like, how hilarious would that be? And it actually worked. People loved it. Yeah. We we handled uh, drama and we handled comedy. Comedy. But uh, now, of course, we have the, we have the third uh, tier here: action, the best action scene to take place. In Game of Thrones season three, S three. This is exciting because there was a lot of action. <laughs> there was a lot of action in in this series. After uh, following Blackwater in season two, I didn't know how they were gonna, you know, do anything after that. But uh, but they 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 still managed to pull through, and we've collected five nominees uh, for best action scene. They are <laughs> Beric Dondarrion duels the Hound. Mm-hmm. Great scene. Great scene. Yeah. Sam. Tarly kills a White Walker. You had to clarify which Sam it was. Yes, yes, yes. Not Sam Adams kills a White Walker. <laughs> the third nominee is the Wildlings scale the wall. That was in, I think, one of this one of the previews for this season. Yeah, it was. Too. Uh, so that was something we were all looking forward to going Definitely. in. Uh, fourth nominee, the mutiny of the Night's Watch at Craster's oh, Keep. Oh, so sad. Uh, very, very, very sad. That should that should have been a drama. Yeah, really. But uh, it was very action-packed. And the fifth nominee, Jorah, Dario, and Grey Worm take Yunkai. That is my oh, winner. I love that scene. That's it for me. I love that scene. They're just That's your winner? ass Didn't and it... taking Yeah, games. that was the shit. Didn't it happen off-screen? How can that be your favorite scene? So much of it didn't happen off-scene. We got to see Grey yeah, Worm yeah. with that spear was some nice yeah. work. That was some Greco-Roman skills, and he studied well. I liked that. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. No, definitely the preparation was very cool. I liked I liked how it was like each fighter had their own individual fight style that like completely matched yes, that, like who exactly. they were. It was very Lord of the Rings-esque. Gimli, Legolas, it was, Aragorn, it was, it was. I liked it. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, very yeah. well done. And Jorah finally mm-hmm. like flexed his muscles a little bit. Like you never get to see him do much because it's such a dialogue driven show. You know, they do as much as they can, but Mormont got out there and, and proved why he's in that bloodline. I think mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it could be looking bad for one or more Mormonts in this, uh, <laughs> Based on this, this the winner because of course the mutiny ends in uh, Old Bear's death. But uh, done. the best action scene winner here, as I open the envelope, let's just start. <laughs> McGungan. The winner is is Beric Dondarrion duels the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh. that that scene was you, you got it. Yeah, that scene was good. That was in Brian's episode, wasn't it too? Was it? Guess my fire. Uh, yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, the tragedy is is really just that the hound is afraid of fire. We know this. Um, you know, he, he still manages to, 
I guess, overcome that and uh, kill Beric Dondarrion for is it the fourth time? <laughs> it's the fifth, yeah, fifth, sixth time. Fourth, fifth, but um, six. Who's counting? It really mm-hmm. just is 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 cool, and obviously the resurrection is you know the big uh, follow up or the punchline to that build up, but. Uh, the whole sequence was uh, shocking, and you know the sword on fire's great visual effect. Uh, yes, you really wonder how they did that, or how many people were burned oh, man. by accident. <laughs> just easy, just camp oil, just dip it right in, and you know, hope no one runs into it. Torches <laughs> yeah. are surprisingly easy to make, ladies and gentlemen, listening at home. I mean, just get an old wife beater, you know, soaking in whatever flammable substance you'd like. Say you didn't hear it here and have fun. It's, it's a good <laughs> yeah. time. That third, that third rule. I've yeah, literally done that. You that. just just wrap it around at the end of a big log, and it totally works, just like in the movies. How about we move on to Beth? That 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 best death scene it has something to do with what we were just talking about. Easy yeah, for you, sir. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're having a good time, but I don't know if this next man will be having a good time. He's our first nominee, and he did rise from the dead. Beric Dondarrion, air quotes, killed by the Hound. Mm. Yes. I think it technically counts as a death scene. I mean, he was dead. Yeah, I you mean, know, he was dead. I mean, it's, also, it's on so, this list, so who can argue? <laughs> I mean, we, we picked it as a nominee, so there. No, he he did die, at least for a second there. What is Dead May Never Die? Rob Stark stabbed by Roos Bolton. Second nomination. Uh, the Lannisters send their regards. That's just in bad taste, Phil. I'm going to read the next one. <laughs> Catelyn Stark loses everything, gets a mercy killing. All right? I'm glad she at least got that. That one, yeah. That one was just it, very affecting. I feel like if they way. wouldn't have put that in there, I would have been even more depressed. I'm glad. I mean, death is terrible, and it's a TV show, so no one actually died. So I'm, I'm glad that she got to at least do that. Anyway, that's my own problem. The next nomination is the old bear stabbed and almost taking Rast with him. Yeah, how badass was that? I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> he was like it's my half characters. dead, and, yeah. he, and he, I wanted him to to just kill Rast as as his last act. Well, he's no Catelyn Stark. Let's I'm just getting see. depressed now. The old bear that scene was incredible, and he was just like like you said, the strength he exuded after being mortally wounded. You know what I mean? That could be a rap song. I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to read the next one. Richard Carr Stark's execution. Kill me and be cursed. Uh, that's 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 up there, honestly. That's that's up there. People kind of forget that because it was overshadowed by a lot of things, but that put a lot of a lot of things in motion for these people. Yeah, so you kill one of your bannermen, and the next one betrays you. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, I will read the winner of best death scene, and it is. Can I get a a, a drum roll, a buzz roll from you? Eric, there you go. <laughs> Catelyn Stark loses everything, gets a mercy killing. <laughs> Oh, Catelyn. Poor Catelyn. Catelyn. Catelyn's death. See, I, I, if it had to happen, I'm, she just, she killed his wife, you know, as she was dying. And I think really she was, uh, what's the word, disenchanted with uh, everything that was uh, proper in the world. And she just decided, even though he told her, and I think he meant it uh, when Walter Frey said that he didn't care, uh, he would just get another one. And that she still saw fit to, in a you know sort of her her dying uh, reflex to kill to slit the throat of this bride um, because she was just done. She had it with fucking everybody. And that death seems um, a twofer as well. Mm-hmm. Get what you pay for, people. Good voting. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize if your favorite quote didn't make the nominee list, but we only have five. Uh, we did our best to pick five that we thought were were good. So. Without further ado, these are the nominees for best quote. First nominee. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. 
<laughs> from Ram- Ramsey, Ramsey Snow, a.k.a. Bolton, whatever you want to call him, the bastard. Reek. Reek. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> he goes by many names. That's so true. And that was from the climb. All right. Well, do you want to trade cock chapter? Tra- the second <laughs> go on. The, no, the second nominee, and this was actually pronounced in Valerian, but I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm not darn. David J. Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just look it up, hear it, and then try to repeat it once. No. <laughs> Where is David? Let's get David here. Yeah. Come if, on. if we had, if we, I shut yeah, my phone off, otherwise here, we could probably. That out, <laughs> the quote was in English: "I am Daenerys Stormborn of the House Targaryen, of the blood of old Valeria. Valerian is my mother tongue." <laughs> Yeah. I mean, let's be honest about that moment really quick. She was just like, Valerian is my mother tongue. It's like, what? She speak Valerian? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was just the way she delivered the line in Valerian was just was pretty epic. So I think that's a deserved nominee. Next nominee. Could you bring back a man without his head? Not six times, just once. Uh, Arya Stark. Poor Arya. Arya thinking about poor old Ned. Thinking about his head. And then, of course... The Lannisters send their regards, Roose Bolton. <laughs> yeah, Roose Bolton. Roose Bolton had a lot of, of gall to pull something like that off. But at the same time, how much swagger do you really have when you're saying someone else's name? It's not like he's like, this is for the Boltons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to Lannisters and their this regards. This is somebody else's victory. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. I'm their, they, they said I could be their friend. Now I'm doing yeah. this. But I mean, well done, Roose. Well done. And the final nominee... All men must die, but we are not men. <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen. Danny's got she one has hand two. In her yeah. So those are the five nominees, and those are the ones that everyone voted on. If yours didn't make the list again, I'm sorry. There are a lot of good quotes. We know everyone knows, but the winner, and I have to say, I think the winner would have been the winner no matter how many nominees we included. It's probably right. The winner was. If you think this has a happy ending, Boom. you haven't been paying attention. Boom. Which pretty much Boom. sums up the whole series. It's Why meta, not? yeah. I mean, it's really it breaks. It kind of breaks the fourth wall. It uh, it's it's a shame too because it's kind of like to me even in that episode because Theon was being tortured. I was just like my mouth, my jaw was dropped, and I was just like, "Are they asking me to stop watching this show? Like, <laughs> do I have no hope for a happy ending for anybody?" And then that was before the red wedding happened. So now you know where I now you know where I'm at. It's like a little bit of torture versus some murdering. You know what I mean? It's like please bring back the torture. Everyone's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think that everyone kind of knows unofficially that's what the theme of tonight is. Like, if you're you're listening at home right now and you think that this live stream has a happy ending, you have not been paying attention. <laughs> it well, it had a rocky enough beginning. Maybe we can exchange our beginning yeah. for our. I mean, hey, we're having fun. That's that's the key here. Everyone listening, we're we're having a good time. So that's and that's you know what you you know what's all about fun is these one-liners. transitions. <laughs> yeah, it's true. My transitions. This is why people they listen. listen. They to tune our in show, for that. They yeah. do, but uh, the next category, similar to quotes in that it uh, is comprised of dialogue, the next category is best one-liner for the Wicknet Awards of Season 3, Game of Thrones. The nominations uh, are in. The nominees are No More Hodoring, which Bran Stark says uh, to, to Hodor. Hodor. Mm-hmm. Hodor, no more no Hodoring. More is, this, is this literally the first appearance of Hodor? In the, I mean, that, that that's, is strange. That's, that's come on. Hey, it's your fault. You guys picked these, so uh, yeah, yeah, I, I guess we're gonna have to answer to Christian's wrath now. Yeah, right. Well, I think I think just Hodor is the actual best one-liner, like for the whole series. That might be true. Like this is yeah. true. I think that may have it, it, been in season one. I'm not sure. I think it's implied. It's one line <laughs> yeah. by nature or one word. Um, 
And Hodor is used as a present progressive verb there, so I like that. Nicely done, writers. Hodoring. <laughs> oh, the parts of speech. Okay, second nomination. Uh, quote, what happens when the non-existent bumps against the so decrepit? <laughs> yes, yeah, this is line. Elena Tyrell, and now his watch is ended. She was talking about her and Varys. They were just kind of like, wow, we've got so much in common, us two. We're both kind of... <laughs> we should fuck. Yeah, what happens <laughs> when that happens? Eh, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, gosh. They, they sure focus on what they've lost, don't they, um, in this show? What other people have lost. There's so much loss in general. The next nomination is, quote, uh, well, this next one is a little bit better because it comes from Misa. Quote, you just sent the most powerful man in Westeros to bed without his supper. That's, I mean, it doesn't get much more strong than that. And it's it's true. (laughs) People often forget that Joffrey really is the supreme ruler, even though you've got such strong people surrounding him and characters that we love. I mean, at the end of the day, if he was like, can you kill all of these people? Like, people would do it for him without question. Indeed. The fourth nomination is, quote, a sword swallower through and through. Another Elena Which is Elena Tyrell about Loras in the climb. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you could have nominated like every single one of her quotes. That's true. Oh, easily, <laughs> yeah. easily, They're easily. Also good. Um, and <laughs> the final nomination. Now, I like this final nomination a lot. Varys uh, says, "The Lysa Aaron of chairs about the Iron Throne." About that the Iron good. Throne. Yeah, when talking That's to That's good. So it was a sick burn. <laughs> That's pretty so much. good. The little I exchanges mean, between Varys and Littlefinger yeah. are, are why you watch <laughs> the show. If we, had a, if we had a sick burn category, I think that would oh, probably be. Owens? We could do that in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But um, oddly enough, uh, I'm, I've just opened this envelope, and uh, the winner uh, actually is... A sword swallower through and through. Oh, there you go. The Queen of Thorns. Dirty minded. <laughs> it is slightly homophobic. Yeah, nah, uh, whatever, man. Funny. Sword is a sword is a sword is a sword. It's what? Sword is a sword is phallic. Is but the lice air of chairs. I just like that scene. I just like that scene because the Queen of Thorns was questioning Tywin's sexuality. Yeah. I mean, and it was pretty funny. You put Tywin on blast, and then you come back with something about that, like that, when it, especially when it refers to your own people. It's it's hilarious. She's great. Oh yeah, she really She's is. The best. Well, I'm trying to think of a really classy transition between Elena Tyrell and our next category, best CGI scene. Uh, yeah. I can't think of one, so I'm just going to go into no. it like this. Didn't you know that uh, Lady Elena was all CG? <laughs> I thought about doing that, but it's just too good for me to even make that joke. Best CGI scene is our next category, and I will start reading the nominees thusly. First up, Drogon Roskraznes. <laughs> Second up, Sam kills a White Walker. Yeah, yeah the, the way he shattered is pretty cool. Yeah. Right. Drogon again, except this time it's when he goes fishing, which I thought was great. <laughs> he loves roasted cooked fish, right? He doesn't like to eat that yeah. shit raw. Let's be real here. Yeah. And he cooks them in midair. That's, that's it doesn't get much better than yeah. that. I have to have like a range, you know, like the simple fact that he can just blow that out of the chest plate, you know. I think he's doing pretty well in this category so far. Our fourth nominee, climbing the wall. I think we can all agree that was pretty intense. Oh yeah. And our last but not least, and also my personal favorite. John meets a giant, a.k.a. the giant using his hammer fist to get a post into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> As a book reader, I was looking forward to, to seeing the giants and how they pulled it off, and he looked pretty awesome. Yeah, no, it was it was nicely done. Without further ado, people, 
I'm breaking the seal, casting it to the fire, destroy it. A seal door? No, I'm looking at it right now. The winner is Drogon Roskresnis. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, someone died in that one, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a death scene, yeah. but it was so CGI. Twofer, yes, yeah, it was a twofer. I think it deserved it here, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty impressive uh, cinematic level CGI work. Yeah. And those are some of the iconic shots that were used in a lot of the uh, the promos early yeah, on. That's true. The way he like shoots the fire at the camera. Yeah. But just seeing Danny get her, uh, you know, be able to unleash her wrath, I think for the first time since getting the dragons, very, very, very rewarding. Yeah, I'm glad that that scene got recognized in, in at least one of the categories. <laughs> I have to get an honorable mention to Thoros of Beer. And, and the winner is coming.net comments right now. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving everyone a live uh, update, uh, category by category. And Thoros of beer. We're going to have it updated, obviously, Go probably after this is over. But Thoros of beer, thanks for keeping up, man. I like that. And a lot of you guys are, yeah. are very active right now. And I think that everyone's excited to uh, see the last three categories yeah, that we have. The, these last three are, of course, the big ones. We got best actor, we got best actress, and best episode. And I don't, the, I mean, these were, you know, in terms of picking the nominees, were kind of, I mean, for best episode, we just put them all in there. <laughs> yes. That was very hard. Hey, that's okay. You know, the Academy Awards extended their amount of yeah, nominees too to like you can get 10. ten best pictures. So we got ten yeah. best episode. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Then best actor and best actress. I mean, there's so many great performances, but you know, these are the ones that we kind of felt not only were great performances, but our kind of criteria was that. If to be best over, you know, or main over supporting, you had to kind of be carrying your storyline. So that was kind of hmm. the way we we that makes that. sense, as opposed to carrying somebody else's storyline. Yeah, as opposed to supporting, right? Supporting another. Yeah, suppo- I never thought of it like that. That makes a lot of sense. So that's how that's how we we kind of uh, qualified that, and and I guess we'll start off with best actor. Might as well. All right. I will read off the nominees. Of course, the great Peter Dinklage as Tyrion Lannister. Mm-hmm. Very well. Very well chosen. Absolutely amazing every year. And his on-screen brother, Nikolai Kuster-Waldau as Jamie Lannister. Much better yeah. pronounced than I would have done. Much better. Thank you. Glad I practiced my, pronuncia- I practiced my pronunciations before, That's good. You know, before the show. That's why. I made sure I had got them down. <laughs> Third nominee, Kit Harington as Jon Snow. Don't call them stones. Don't call them stones. <laughs> Richard Madden as Rob Stark. Oh, Rob. Poor Rob. Robert. Rob, Rob, Robert, Rob. And the last one, Charles Dance as Tywin Lannister. Yeah. Incredibly. We got the three Lannister males here. Yeah. Yeah. All that competing against each other. They did get it. All of them had kind of a big big part to play this season so this is a hard choice i mean i'm glad that we're not choosing them i'm glad it was up to you guys in the voting over the past several months but you know just looking at this this is a hard choice because again i talked about peter dinklage and, and his wedding and this past season that's one of his lower highlights because there's yeah. so so many that he's exuded and the same goes for the rest of the guys and charles yeah. dance especially stands out every single scene that he's in and so uh, yeah. props to all of you for getting your votes out. This is this was a hard one. It, it was. It was a tough category. Yeah, and if you look at uh, Jon Snow as a Stark being raised by Starks, it is really Lannisters versus Starks. Oh, he's it is. this category. Come on. True. I see Jon as a Stark no matter where he is or how cold it is. He's a damn Stark, okay? Well, Catelyn exactly. may defer, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. She's dead now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's heartless. <laughs> it was. Yeah. On that note, let me uh, get the envelope here. Did you actually Open have the one envelope? There. Yeah. Let me fuddle these napkins. The around. winner, the winner for <laughs> best actor of the Wit- Wicknet Awards in season three. Do, 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 do. Dramatic pause. <laughs> Nikolai Coaster Waldau is Jamie Lannister. Yeah, wow. Jamie. Woo, 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 woo. My name is Jamie. <laughs> On the backs of that that scene alone. It's very clear how much his hand and the loss of it means to him, as well as how much people's perception of him matters to him. He wanted to get the truth out. He did in that tub scene. And even one-handed, he saves Brienne from the bear. Uh, yeah. So... He had definitely some some really good moments that were very taxing on the actor. He had some a lot, obviously some good material to work with, but he just he elevated it. I I don't know another way to move on to the next section. This, this is the ultra important. I refuse to read it off because Phil, I'm going to pass you the honor for this. All right, I have to. I have to give you the honor to read best actress. If you don't want to read the the next one that has like a million. Uh, submissions in it, then I'll read the last one. But you definitely have to get okay. into the nitty-gritty and tell us who the nominees are for Best Actress. Yeah, yes, it it was another, of course, strong category. And again, picking the nominees was, wasn't as hard, but I think picking between the nominees for the winner was, was pretty tough. So, But, uh, well, let me read off the nominees, and then, of course, we'll get to the winner. We'll see who the fans voted as the Best Actress. In season three. First nominee is Lena Headey as Cersei Lannister. She was also great in Dread. She was good in Dread as uh, what, Mama, Mama or yeah, whatever. That movie was awesome in general. Second nominee, Maisie Williams as Arya Stark. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. great in Vine videos as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Very creative. Sophie Turner as Sansa Stark. Yeah, she had even more crap to deal with in this season. Yeah. She got to meet the cheese boy in person, so never forget. Hashtag. <laughs> Cheese boy, I think he, I think he's on Twitter. I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> at, at Cheese boy, Sophie Turner is on Twitter as well. People, if you want to follow her as well, of course. Yeah. Fourth nominee is Amelia Clark as Daenerys Targaryen. I mean, what else can you say about the Mother of Dragons other than she made the list? You know, obviously. Yeah, I mean, you can't deny her. Well, you know, something fun, something interesting about Amelia Clark and Lena Headey, uh, both of them will or have been cast as Sarah Connor oh, yeah. in the Terminator series yes, because they, they just now. announced that Amelia is going to be Sarah Connor in the new movie. Wow. Um, yeah. And Lena Headey played her for two seasons on the Sarah Connor Chronicles. The final final nominee in Best Actress category, Michelle Fairley as Catelyn Stark. It's all my fault. I'm making this damn wicker thing because a mother needs to make it. <laughs> she didn't, you know, honestly, she didn't have as much screen time as the other nominees, but all her scenes were very strong. So, Well, I can say in, in brutal honesty that I remember her more from the last season, yeah. even though she didn't have as much screen time. She's been, yeah, you know, one of the people that you have in your mind synonymous with the largest characters in the show, you know, starting from season mm-hmm. one. It's hard to forget. Let's find out who won. Let's, I mean, let's do is... it. The tension is building. Everyone uh, waiting on YouTube, and they're like, all right, come on, come on. Let's yes, know, get on. The, <laughs> let's know the end. <laughs> they want to know. The winner of Season 3 Wicknet Awards for Best Actress. Do, 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 do. Drum roll, please. Drums. <laughs> Michelle Fairley as Catelyn Stark. <gasps> Woo. Limited screen time, but she pulls it out on the backs of the Red Wedding performance, I'm sure, but... All around a great, great job this season. And 
knocks off two-time winner Maisie Williams. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Maisie Williams is, had won the first two seasons. That's interesting. Mm. There was a lot of people to compete with, and, and these, these ladies made the list for nominees. But uh, at the end of the day, Michelle Fairley's job in this past season was incredible. I think it was a good vote, people, populace out there in the world. Yeah, it's true. Excellent job. I think all, so far all the winners have been very deserving, so give it up to the fans. Yeah. Absolutely. Indeed. It is the end. We we began with the last uh, <laughs> category, <laughs> and now I think we'll end with the last category. It's uh, it's best episode, guys. Our, our nominees are all ten episodes. We could go through and read each of them if you'd like. I'm uh, I'm listening telepathically to the viewers online, and they say that yes, please. Stay as long as you can. So we'll go through the list. Episode, <laughs> yeah. Season 3, Episode 1, Valado Harris. <laughs> First episode's always kind of a, an establishing one. but Good pacing, uh, steady music. But I thought this was a pretty strong... Yeah, that was... You really got right into the action. I think I remember it being pretty fast-paced for coming in. Yes, I believe there were a bunch of bastard babies killed at the end, so uh, it was yeah. pretty dramatic. Well, we, we ended at the very end of Season 2 with the uh, large cinematic shot of the White Walkers, and we began this year with more of the isolated shot of uh, Sam being alone in the snowy wilderness, so yeah. Yeah, kind of picked right yeah. up. The Season 3, Episode 2 was Dark Wings, Dark Words. Dark title. Yeah. <laughs> episode 3, of course. Walk of Punishment. I don't even want to talk about the next one. I think I'll, we'll all know by the title, and I think we all kind of knew those who were unsullied once they, they learned what it was going to be called. This is episode four of season three, and now his watch is ended. Yeah, that was that was one of the strongest episodes, I think. A lot happened in that episode, so definitely yeah, a contender I'll, for the award. I do agree. Well, following that uh, was episode five, Kissed by Fire. Well, I mean, Kissed by Fire Cogman. was just a Cogman episode. Yeah, we had him on the week yep. that it that it aired. Yep. It was exciting. It's a personal favorite of mine because uh, obviously we got to hear a little bit more uh, in depth of how it went. But I love the, the handling of things at Dragonstone. I think that was expertly done um, versus the subject matter yeah. in the books, honestly. And of course, it had that amazing scene in the bathtub. Yeah, of course, the Cannot bathtub. Be. You can never forget that. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? I think it's mine now. Okay, uh, episode six of season three is our next nominee, and it's The Climb. Things were climbed. <laughs> yes. The wall, specifically, was climbed. <laughs> it was. Yeah, that was really tense. I didn't, you know, because they nearly fell off and died. But when they got to the other side, the view uh, was... It was worth was it. Shocking. The juice was worth yeah. the squeeze. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then the next... um. I don't even know whose turn it is, so I'm going to go ahead and read it just because just go. it's episode seven of season three. It's also a quest from World of Warcraft, and it's also the name of this episode. It's called The Bear and the Maiden Fair. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a scene where Jamie jumped into the bear, or the, the episode where and <laughs> same thing. Jamie jumping, jumping into the bear pit. There's a freaking bear. Yeah, it also happened in Anchorman, so. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Anytime you can, you know, reference Anchorman in Game of Thrones, you have to do it. <laughs> Baxter. Stay classy. He's talking to the bear. Next nominee is episode eight, Second Sons. Okay, well, that leads us to episode nine. Always the big episode. Episode nine, The Reigns of Castamere, a.k.a. the Red Wedding episode. It's not as if the title isn't explained in the episode when, is it Cersei's talking to Marguerite? About, or Mar Marguerite is taunting Cersei 
uh, by mentioning the reigns of Castile. No, no, and, and I mean, I feel like she was trying to get closer to the queen, and in that instance, Cersei's just like, listen, the shit you just pulled with my son, she, let me make it clear to you, this is what happens when people cross my family line. Like, we don't mm-hmm. really care. It just happens. And then finally, the last episode, not a quote from Jar Jar Binks. It is actually the title of this final episode. <laughs> Misa! <laughs> Misa! So there it is. We painstakingly made it through each of the 10 nominees that you could have Googled easily and expertly on your own. But that's how we do it here on the show. It's, uh, it's entertainment, free for your ears. And now Phil will reveal the final winner of the final category of the season three Wicknet Awards. Yeah, this, this is so big. I mean, we've been it. building. We've been building to this moment for months. I mean, you know, all the votes have been tallied. You know, after months and months of. I heard there was even debate. a recount in Florida, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, we we did. We had to go down there. There are a bunch of hanging chads that had to be. Fabio hasn't made it back for. yet from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of. What is this? Best episode. Yes. <laughs> Did you forget where you were for a minute? The winner of best episode, season three, Wicknet Awards, The Reigns of Castamere. Oh, what a surprise. Reigns of Castamere. <laughs> it's the Red Wedding again, it's guys. It's the Red Wedding. Oh, yeah, the the Red Wedding pretty much dominated this, oh. this awards. But, you know, it was a huge, huge moment for the show. Not just, Not just narratively, but, you know. Overall, just the way it was covered in the media and the way it, the reaction by the fans is, it was a big moment. And they pulled it off. So hats off to them. And just seeing that uh, people were, man- we mentioned this before, but the fact that people were manage, uh, managing not to spoil the Unsullied, the people who hadn't seen it uh, all season. You know, this is episode nine, and many of us didn't know it was coming at all. Yeah. Uh, we knew something was happening, but we didn't know what specifically. And so. I think this episode was able to have the most profound impact that it was ever going to. And what I said before about even people who read the books being shocked by it, by the graphic happenings in the episode, lead it to be just kind of one of those great moments of culture uh, for us all. Yeah, I mean, it was... And you'd have to go back and listen to our actual episode where we recorded only moments after. And Phil, you were there with us, I believe. Yeah. The episode aired just to capture the, the real spirit of sort of what we were all feeling when this was done. But um, Eric and I remain the unsullied hosts of this podcast. And, uh, you know, I didn't know it was coming. I knew that there was something coming. And I knew the it started out, I knew the initials were RW. And that was just some kind of way off in the future, like something that I'd get made fun of and people would say around me. I just never, I didn't know it was coming or how it was coming, when it was coming, what would happen. But when it happened, it's hard to think that that can mean anything else, anything worth giving an abbreviation to the name and and being so important. And clearly the impact was the same with most of you online because uh, the votes have been tallied. And I feel like the Red Wedding, the Reigns of Castamere, uh, you know, Michelle Fairley, basically anything involved with this, including Roose Trolton. It just, uh, it swept the Wicknet Awards this year. It did. It did. It did. Yeah, it did. And, you know. Deservedly so. Yeah. It was impactful and large and huge and big. And uh, that makes me think of the feelings that we have for all of you guys that have stuck with us throughout the evening. Uh, And for the people that are listening to us on the following day on Monday and probably perhaps throughout the week and any other time, uh, 
we are infinitely grateful that you have joined in this experience with us because, I mean, what other way could we have an enjoyment of the three of us, which should have been seven, but some people have died and gotten attacked by, <laughs> by dogs and voracious animals? Like, what more fun could we have than to share this kind of thing with everybody online and uh, just to do it on a quiet Sunday when I'm supposed to be raiding and killing Garrosh Hellscream? You know, like, it doesn't get yeah, much better than exactly. that. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was fun. It was fun. I hope everyone had fun. Uh, we will post... The winners on the site, of course, and we will also post the results of each category, so you could see how close a lot of these were, and a lot of that will be interesting. Close. Yeah, so that it, is another another level of of analysis to come. You can kind of debate whether you thought you know somebody should have gotten more votes or whether they should have won, how close they were. So look for that. Knowing nothing about season four, uh, you know, and and it is just only a couple months away still. Um, but I'd like to see, and I can't wait for, for next year's Wignet Awards to see really what the nominations are and later who the winners are, you know, what's going to be the standout scene in season four. Will there be just one that all the other, you know, nominations kind of, or the winners circle around like the Red Wedding with this, um, you know, will it be a series of one moment or a series of little moments, that sort of thing? Well, knowing what's coming. There are big moments. Let's just put it yeah. that way. So I can't wait to see okay. how it how it all plays out, and you know which ones kind of become the big cultural impact that the Red Wedding has. Now that we've uh, reached the end of our of our programming here, I feel like going over to the comment section and actually giving it a look versus just a skim is appropriate. And I'm seeing some hilarity. Uh, not only Thoros of Beer has come out, but basically. Uh, a lot of regulars are out tonight, just riding and enjoying tonight, and I think that uh, everyone has agreed that we knew that the Red Wedding was going to win. You know, I hope all the viewers enjoyed it. I, I know that uh, it was a long wait to finally get the results, but uh, thank you for waiting, and thank you for voting, of course. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and we look forward to doing it again next year. Yeah, so uh, stick around. It's only Monday, and or, like I said, another date that you're listening to this, Wednesday hath approacheth, and uh, 2014 is just getting started. Much more fun stuff to be a part of, people. We're glad you're here with us. And uh, just uh, next on Wednesday's episode, we have a Daenerys chapter, uh, the first Daenerys chapter following the Blackwater battle, which lasted uh, quite a few weeks on our podcast, and uh, six chapters total uh, in the book, so it's a lot of fun, but... Uh, We'll get to find out what Danny's up to. We get to catch up with her. Oh, Danny. Danny boy, Danny boy. That is Phil Bicking. I'm here. A.K.A. Winfield. Uh, signing off. That is Eric Skull. That is Zach Louie. <laughs> Have a pleasant evening, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.